when they would try to throw her out of the ring, she would in turn do a move and throw them out of the ring. But she literally fought for her life when she was there. But she was under a contract, she couldn't come back. You know, so she had to do her stint and had to fulfill her contract before she came back. But that was definitely not a positive um, experience for her in wrestling. Welcome to another episode of Lady Wrestler, the story behind the story. This podcast expounds on issues explored in the documentary, Lady Wrestler, the amazing untold story of African-American women in the ring, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime Video. I'm Chris Bournet, and I directed the documentary. Lady Wrestler chronicles how trailblazing African-American women like Babs Wingo, Ethel Johnson, Marva Scott, Ramona Isbell, and Kathleen Wembley integrated pro wrestling in the 1950s and 60s. As I record this episode on Saturday, August 7th, 2021, the Tokyo Summer Olympics are about to wrap up. The Olympics are, of course, a showcase for some of the best that the world has to offer in athleticism. Some history-making things have happened at this year's Olympics including track and field athlete Allison Felix scoring her 10th career medal, the most medals of any woman in track history. And Simone Biles is now tied for the most career medals by an American gymnast. As much as we applaud these triumphs, the Olympics have also brought to light the darker side of sports. Biles, tennis player Naomi Osaka, and track and field sprinter Shikari Richardson have all made headlines for their recent decisions to focus on mental health. This quote from a recent CNN commentary by African-American female journalist, Lisa Respers France, sums up the situation. All three have something in common, which I very much understand, Respers France writes, the struggle women of color face in exercising self-care. In her commentary, Respers France goes on to say, we are supposed to save relationships, families, elections, communities, democracy, and basically the world, all while exhibiting Black girl magic. But y'all mad when we save ourselves. The heavy load is made worse by the fact that as Black women, we are not socialized to give as much care to ourselves as we are expected to give to others. Black women are literally expected to be superwomen from heading households to serving as emotional support for white people who want to be allies, but need our help figuring out how to get there. There is an added layer for black women athletes who have to compete against more than just their opponents. A 2018 study titled, Beating Opponents, Battling Belittlement, How African-American Female Athletes Use Community to navigate negative images from Morgan State University in Baltimore examined how they must navigate both racism and sexism in order to become champions. I'll drop a link to this insightful commentary in the description to this episode. I found that the points that Respers France makes absolutely applies to the wrestling legends whom I interviewed for the Lady Wrestler documentary. In the documentary, the legends elaborate in their own words, 
In this clip from Lady Wrestler, Ethel Johnson, who was posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in April 2021, describes some of the racist encounters she endured during her wrestling career in the 1950s and 60s. You had to laugh when you didn't want to, you know, and deal with people that you didn't want to. You know, like for instance, lots of places we had to go and leave didn't even work, you know, because they didn't want to let black folks in there. Ethel Johnson recalls an incident in Springfield, Missouri, where she and other lady wrestlers took a stand against segregation. They weren't gonna let the black people in. We kept seeing them turning them away because they said they didn't have facilities, you know, because they wanted different bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, don't have facilities, but we was there, you know, and they kept turning them away because they were not gonna let the two races mix in there. But we left, we might wound up packing our bag leaving. That's one of the things that stopped them from doing that. Is that we said, well, you don't let them in, we're not gonna work, cause we're black, you looking at. Another wrestling legend I had the honor of interviewing, Ramona Isbell, also related her harrowing experiences with racism, both in the United States and while traveling internationally in the 1960s. I remember going shopping in um, Australia, downtown at the mall in Sydney, and I was handling some material because I wanted to see how this, it was seen, was sold. And um, the lady said, uh, I would rather you not handle that. I said, well, I'm gonna buy it. I just wanna see you know, how, it's, how the seams are sold. She said, well, I'd rather you not buy it then. Now, I must point out that there is an interesting parallel with the legends who are chronicled in the Lady Wrestler documentary and Olympian Simone Biles. Like the Lady Wrestlers, Biles is a native of Columbus, Ohio, which became the birthplace of women's wrestling during the sport's golden age in the 1930s through the 1950s. And in another intriguing parallel, the late wrestling legend Marva Scott, who was the younger sister of Babs Wingo and Ethel Johnson, experienced a mental health crisis while practicing her sport in Tokyo, just like Biles. And to be clear, I point this out not to disparage Japan or its people in any way. I simply raise this issue to shed light on the fact that unfortunately, history sometimes repeats itself. In this clip from Lady Wrestler, Marva's daughter, Kim Martin, describes the emotional breakdown her mother suffered during a wrestling trip to Tokyo in the 70s. And she said they would try to literally throw her out of the ring. And she knew if she landed on the other side of the ring that she would really physically be hurt. Um, her advantage was that she was, you know, a thicker lady, you know, very, very shapely, you know, and she was strong. When they would try to throw her out of the ring, she would in turn do a move and throw them out of the ring. But she literally fought for her life when she was there. But she was under a contract, she couldn't come back. You know, so she had to do her stint and had to fulfill her contract before she came back. But that was definitely not a positive um, experience for her in wrestling. Unfortunately, a lot of her uh, experiences weren't positive. Personally, I'm glad that young women of color who excel at sports today feel empowered to take the time and space they need to focus on mental health. 
As the 2020 Summer Olympics draw to a close, I think the world should honor and support these women for their bravery on and off the court, the track, and the mat. Thank you for listening and for watching, and stay tuned for upcoming updates about the Lady Wrestler documentary. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to get the whole story by streaming the Lady Wrestler documentary on Amazon Prime Video. Catch you soon.